Hi, this is Kimberly. Please enjoy our podcast, but remember our doctors are only here to educate, not diagnose. If you have any questions or need any further information, please email me. My email address is kim at mfwellness.org. Okay, here we are. Yeah. Uh, third or fourth podcast in the new office, maybe. I don't know. Cool. So we uh, we had a whole podcast lineup. We we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff, but then uh, one of our own, Dr. Brad Maurer, who you've all heard many times on this podcast, he's a he's a wonderful human being. He managed to injure himself, hurt his leg pretty bad playing disc golf, and so we thought we would instead take the time to talk to people about uh, how to get ready for spring sports because not this Monday, but next Monday. It's going to be seventy degrees this weekend. Next Monday, you know, we open at nine. But by 8.15, it will look like the walking dead in our parking lot. There's going to be so many hurt people out there. We're going to have a, like a, set up a mash unit. And we really had a, an aggressive Monday, too. Yeah. We had, a, we had this past because yeah. we um, got 60s. It was an aggressive Monday. Yeah. So. And I'm excited. Like, I want, I want all you patients, I want everybody outside. Outside. Get that D. Get some water. Get outside. You know what I mean? Get those suntans going. You know, get that fresh air, get that pollen, get that pollen deep <laughs> into your lungs, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a mess, but who cares? Uh, Go outside, and uh, man, what a great, what a great time of year. So, anyway, uh, what we're going to do is talk about that. First, Dr. Matt has a case study that he wants to do for the people. Yeah, so it's a case study on a case study. I it's more it. of a summation on a case study. That's a double so case, So, basically, mm-hmm. um, the case study talks about stretching. Mm-hmm. and warm-ups. Okay. And I know we've belabored the point, yeah. but I just want to let you guys know that the reason why we're talking about it now uh-huh. is that the preconceived notion of, hey, we can't stretch before we work out because it's going to be bad for you, that's that's true. But there are other details to that statement that we haven't really discussed. Like, why oh. is it bad? A lot of times the studies that have shown, hey, stretching's bad for you without warming up, the people that are executing the studies, it's 20 to 30 minutes worth of stretching. Gosh. 20, 30 minutes. Before you, know, you start that's working right. out? So I know people whose reason, workouts aren't re- that long. The reason why that number is so bad is because what, what's the right number? 15 to 30 seconds. Yeah. Not 10 muscle and not 40. Per, per muscle that you're stretching. Mm-hmm. That's a lot longer than in, in what we suggest. Yeah. And, so, and the second crazy. and third time that's you crazy. Do it. So of course you're going to be injured. That's like a workout itself. You're you're going to be injured. You're going yeah, to that's yoga. create injury. <laughs> They're doing <laughs> yoga. They don't know it. So basically, study goes through a couple different things. If you warm up and stretch within that warm up, the stretching has less negative effect, more positive effect. I like actually. it. The other stuff kind of ties into what yeah. we're talking about today. Right, and so we want everyone to know that it's very important for you to. Do something before you work out. That's before right. Before you exercise. Whether it's spring cleaning, whether it's cleaning out your garage, mm. whether it's walking, mm. just, just mm. do something mm. to get your Gutters. heart rate up. Just get, so do something to get your heart rate up, get your blood flowing, mm-hmm. blood pumping, as mm-hmm. they say, before that happens. So that's basically what the case study said. Stretching is still good for you. Just do it in an appropriate manner. Mm. Get that heart rate up. Mm. I, t- I just touched... Uh, almost touched 160 beats mm. per minute this weekend. 
Wow. Yeah, it's the highest recorded Did I've what? ever seen on myself. I was in a discussion oh, with a cow oh. as to whether or not she <laughs> should jump this gate and destroy it. <laughs> or whether she should just go on down the chute. What and was the decision? She was not having it. I'm like, this is for your own good. You, you know, we got to stop you from getting pink eye. I explained to her how it works. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're mm-hmm. going to have a spray. Then you won't have flies all over you. This is going to be great for you. She didn't appreciate that one bit. And uh, this is a, my God, 1,200-pound animal. Dang cow. Oh, man, she was mad. Kept coming at me and charging were, and trying were, to test my dominance. There were made for both sides. Holy cow. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a significant altercation. And uh, so much so that, like, my brother-in-law's were like, hey, afterwards, were like, hey, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm gonna eat that cow, but I'm good. You know, so yeah, 158 beats a minute. My little my my heart monitor was like, hey, hey, what are you uh, doing? Knock it off. <laughs> you know, that's you know, so, it. Anyway, I, I I warmed up. I warm up before we work cattle. I get up and I walk a mile. I stretch out like I'm ready because you're gonna do some sprinting. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, who cares about that? Um, so we're missing Dr. Maurer, uh, who will be back with us next time. But we did pick up a special guest today, Kimberly's dog, Jacob. <laughs> yep, he's here. He's laying down in his bed right next to me right now. So the great experiment, when we when we talked about the new office, and, and uh, one of the things people wanted, the first thing, they wanted lots of light. So I spent, uh, Jamie and I spent buckets of money on glass. Second thing is that people wanted to see if they could bring their dogs. And so this is the great experiment. Can staff members bring their dogs, keep them in the back, and can the dog not suffer and have a good day? And can the staff have a good day? And anything at all get done. And so that's what we're looking at today. So hopefully we won't have to edit out your dog going crazy and uh, murdering somebody. But he seems like he doesn't really care. He, I did give him a carrot. He, yeah, he's good now. He had yeah. a carrot. He had some peanut butter. That's a good-looking dog. What kind of dog is it, Kim? Tell the people about your dog. Um, he's a Border Collie. He's 11. 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. He doesn't look like it, does he? He doesn't. He no. looks like... Really? Are we talking about you? <laughs> he doesn't look like an old dog. Mm-mm. Eleven. That's like two trillion dog years. Yeah, he's old. Yeah. <laughs> Same guy. Two trillion. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's older than the Earth itself. <laughs> okay. Cool. Here's what we're gonna do. We are going to take all the activities that you're gonna engage in this spring, and we're gonna break them down for you. We're gonna talk about what your warm up should look like, where you're gonna get hurt, if you're gonna get hurt, and how to fix it. Okay. Spoiler alert. We're going to talk about rest, we're going to talk about ice, we're going to talk about compression and elevation. So, don't be freaked out. Okay, Kimberly is going to say the activity, and then Dr. Matt and I will trade off. Okay, Kim, we are ready, if you're ready. Yeah. You ready? No, I'm ready. Everyone ready? ready? Everybody's ready. Jake, are you ready? Okay. He's just staring at me. Yeah, okay, he just so wants to be done. let's start with disc golf and golf in general. Okay. Okay, I'll take, I'll take that one. Um... Dr. Maurer, our spirit animal, he likes to play disc golf, frisbee golf. And, and he's really good at it. He's really good. He was so good that the patient he was playing with had to knock him down in order to win. <laughs> and so that's what happened to Dr. Maurer. Um, hurling discs is super, super cool, and I wish I was better at it. And uh, we've got three or four patients that play disc golf, and they throw that thing a yeah. mile. Holy cow, they throw that thing a mile. It's so neat and so good for you. Anyway... Warming up for disc golf is really simple. You don't do a lot of running. You do a lot of walking. 
And so what you need to do is make sure that your upper extremity is very, very loose. So what I'd like to see um, people doing is anything they can to stretch out their shoulders and their backs. So any kind of dead bugs, any kind of yoga move like a downward dog or planking, anything like that in order to warm up, to isometrically load those joints and get them, get them real, real loose. Instead of a full-on hardcore rotational move like with golf, you're going to rotate around the deltoids. So um, side planking, all of that should be in your morning repertoire before you go play. And then after you're done, man, you want to talk about repetitive motion with different weights. That's how you really hurt yourself. Yeah. And that's what disc golf is. Yeah, and then uh, just a little sidebar. For all of these things, if you can visualize yourself doing the activity yeah. and with the perfect mechanics, it's fantastic. Get in front of a mirror, get your Frisbee, and literally prep. Yeah. You're going to get us beat up. what I say. Frisbee. Frisbee. The people, they don't like that. So what about Ultimate Frisbee? It's Ultimate Disc. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it Bro. is. Bro. I don't know. I just disc. know disc golf. Okay. Get your disc. Stand in front of a mirror and practice throwing it different ways. Straight out, hook, mm -hmm. slice, whatever you're going to do, visualize yourself being able to throw that nice. perfectly each, each time. Nice. So that'll get you kind of geared up for like, okay, what should this be? Right. How is it supposed to look while I'm doing these activities? That's awesome, man. And the last thing I would add is uh, I'll give you a kettlebell, which, um, you know, we rarely say you have to have this equipment, we have to have that. You know, yeah. you get yourself a 15 or 20 pound kettlebell, it has a lot of uses. And the reason why we like it is because humans do a lot of things on one side. We're unilateral, we walk, you know, it's one side, then the other side, one side, then the other side. Kettlebell is a great way to isolate specific muscle groups. And so rows with the kettlebell are just wonderful way to train the specific muscle groups that we want for this. You know, especially arm extension, so. That's what you like. When you're done playing golf, you should be stretching out with the people you just played. You just played with. That can be at your car, just pinning your palm up against your car door, and then rotating your body through the range of motion. It's a great right. way to stretch that out. And it's always better. It's you, always easier and better for someone else to help you while absolutely. you stretch. Absolutely. Um, Unless you just beat their butt, and then they're gonna like try to damage your body. Then don't, then don't let said person. Yeah. Anywhere near you. So if you play, if you play disc for 90 minutes, I better see 10 minutes of stretching before you get in your car. Because mm -hmm. really, think about it this way. You just made all that stimulation to those muscles. And you want to stretch them out. You want to make lots of room. Line all the fibers up so new muscles. Straightening and extension is a very human, a healthy human move. Like flexion and curling, those are when we tend to get sicker and when certain parts of the brain become dominant. Extension always takes more muscle groups. Think about it like um, squats or rowing, those are full body central nervous system stimulating exercises. And the extension of the mm. arm that occurs, it stimulates a lot. A lot of cerebral real estate. Wow. Yeah, more so than just bench, you know, yeah. or just push-ups. Yeah. A lot more stimulation. Okay, all right. If you get hurt, I want you to get some ice on that area, 10 minutes on, 10 minutes off. I want you to apply compression. I want you to elevate the area until you can get home. I mean, that honestly, that's gonna be most of these that's things, right. right? That's exactly right. <laughs> and people cannot hear it enough because just today, just this morning, we had a patient come in, clearly a problem. Did he rest? Did he compress it? Did he elevate it? No. 
looked like he put a damn bowling ball in that knee. <laughs> now. He did ice it. He did ice it. Wonderful. One for four. Okay. He's one of our brothers. So, so, mm. so the types of injuries so that, you'll see, that you'll see with disc golf and ultimate frisbee and things like that, elbow, shoulder, wrist, mm. ankle. Right. Right? You, Femur you, head. <laughs> yeah. that's that's more like the one percenters but yeah um so yeah you look at the major activity and the motion for which the sports that you're doing nice or activity and that's what usually the kind of injuries that we'll see nice okay cool so when dr josh is talking about ice compression elevation all those apply to most elbows, wrists. oh my gosh yeah, every until we can get a look at you okay um what about garage Activities. Mm -hmm. Okay. Talk about cleaning and such. Okay. Just cleaning, getting your go for it. Go for all it. that now, ready. Now, organizing. I don't, know, I don't know if you've heard the story of when I was getting married and I cleaned out my room and I did it in quadrants. Quadrants, Kim. Quadrants. Don't just clean the whole thing at once. Break yeah. it down. Break it down. I like to. I, I work slowly. Doctor Matt I, divides everything in four. I like to like, okay. get everything. everything. I like to get everything prepped. Like that music going. I like to like, kind of have my own thing. Like don't rush me. Don't How rush long did myself. it take you? Oh, it, t it takes me a weekend. Um, I cleaned half the garage two weeks ago, and I made it's sure quadrants one and two, Kim. Yeah, so I combined quadrants, but it took me all day. Yeah. Yeah, I was burning boxes and doing all kinds of stuff. But so for for cleaning garages, I like to warm up by walking around the house a couple times. Chasing the boys around. Thinking about the garage. Trying, trying to convince them to help me clean the garage. Oh, my gosh. Just getting amped. Yeah, just getting amped. Um, it gets jacked up. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then the boy's like, hey, Dad, we're just going to go back inside because it's too cold out here. <laughs> I was like, no problem. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> and then I cry. No. Mm. Um, so so ah. cleaning the garage and getting prepped for that is just the same thing with, with uh, raking leaves or doing right. any outdoor right. activity. Right. You want a... Whole body stimulation. So, walking lunges. Mm -hmm. I know this sounds ridiculous. I know we're going to look like old men, but it's okay. Like, it's better to look like... It... Lunging around your neighborhood. Yeah. Like, what is he doing in the driveway? <laughs> yeah, three <laughs> weeks later, that by. guy's going to be hurt. Yeah. And then you can lunge right past him and <laughs> yeah. chuckle. And eyeball him the entire time. Yeah. Walking lunges, mm -hmm. um, body weight squats. Perfect. Right before you really start cleaning, um, jump about twenty jumping jacks. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, dude, you're now you're so talking. To get that whole body dude, just now you're getting ready. And then you because you don't know, maybe you're going to pick up like a ninety pound thing first. You don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe your spouse or significant other was like, I'll just throw everything on earth that's heavy into this box and then disguise it as something that's light. And then you go to grab it, bang. Oh. That sounds like me. Yeah. yeah, I know. You're I the disguiser. One, I have one very. And then if you really want to get in into garage. nature while you're doing the garage, that's right. Um, Make sure you do your wall push-ups and a bunch of cobwebs. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Because when the spiders are trying to bite your face, you get extra bursts of electricity. Uh, uh, adrenaline, not yeah. electricity. Yeah. That'd be a word well, kind of spider. Yeah. Could be electricity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, so those are the kind of things that we do for nice, the garage bro. stuff. Nice. Okay. And um, make sure that when you're actually doing the activity, you're not you're not bending over in any weird way, trying to get um, pull boxes out. Make sure you assess what's in the box before you pick it up. Like Straight up, man. It's stuff's been in there all winter. Because like during that 10-day stretch, yeah, right. stretch here when it was 400 below, people were just throwing stuff in the garage trying to get inside. Oh, yeah. That's all out there now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm digging it. And so now I have the other half of the other half of the garage this weekend. So. I love it. I love it. I'll let it. you know how it goes. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> but it okay. was, um, it's a lot of fun. Okay. 
Um, is like spring cleaning kind of the same? Spring cleaning is a little bit different because really going through drawers and yeah. seeing what you've worn in hand. Yeah. Like the, gar- yeah, like the garage. Deep, yeah. When you're done garage with the garage, you're done with the garage. It's, yeah. He's going to know when he's done. Mm-hmm. He won't know when spring he's done cleaning. spring cleaning until Sarah tells him he's yeah. done. <laughs> like he could go on having a spring clean for a day, yeah. maybe a week. Nobody knows. Yeah, because really when you talk Justin about spring cleaning, you're talking down. about... It's a marathon of paint. Baseboards. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, baseboards, windows. Tops of the fans. Tops of the fans. Mm-hmm. Those, right? are, those. Was, Think about it. When was the last time you cleaned your fan? I mean, I've started my spring cleaning, so it was like two okay. weeks ago. Why don't you take over spring cleaning? That's great, Kim. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Do you have those um, fake June bugs in your house? Fake ladybugs in your house? Bugs or the no, the ladybugs. Japanese ladybugs. Not yet, actually, but they they will show up in my basement. Well, a lot of times they're in people's houses. And they came in in the fall and then they went to sleep and now they're awake again. Oh. I found well, two they woolies. Woken up. Two two woolly caterpillars. Oh, nice. Our ultimate friends. Yeah. I'm like, what are you guys doing down here? And I'm like, I should really get these guys outside. <laughs> so I snuck them out the back door. Uh, okay. And then spring cleaning could include, um, I don't know how often you guys clean your clean your dryer vent. Oh, okay. Inside the actual... I think you have to clean it every dryer. time. Oh, you mean all the way to the wall. Oh, you know what? Pull those out. Never. Clean them. Um, clean also, because we live in Forestell, nope, we have to make sure that we clean the back of our washer. Because even though we use a salt purifier, we have to make sure that that's clean. Or else it just backs up and it's not. Yeah. So like Straight up. Yeah. You ever do the self-wash cycle with the bleach? Yes. But this is the back of the dryer. Physically. Physically, you take off the back of the the thing. So there's a whole bunch of different things that people do for spring cleaning. Just make sure you're warmed up and ready to go. Okay. Mm -hmm. What's next? Um, How about landscaping? Yeah. Okay. So... Bro, we've done so many of these things together. Yeah, we have landscape. We're like, man, we have really done a lot of stuff. Landscaping is go. a lot of repetitive motion. Talk about raking, wet, heavy things, leaves, rocks. You got to go get some mulch. My sons can move mulch and dig like no other. They are incredible. You have some mulch here that needs to move. They will move all of your mulch. But before we get started, make sure we always warm up. And then I always, always stretch out at the end. And you can you can destroy yourself with landscaping. A rake, because it's unilateral, one-sided, repetitive motion, and oftentimes you're pulling against something heavy because it's wet. Raking will wreck you. Mulch throwing will wreck you. Do you, you know? Do you so, feel like when someone's like at the end of the thing, it's like it's never the first thing that you no, do. It's when it's you're like tired you're, and your form when you get, breaks when you're down. You're tired yeah. and you get lazy. And like your when your adrenaline down. stops, I feel There's like. There's no that's... adrenaline with landscaping, Kimberly. Well, there might be. There's only pain. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. Getting, feeling that People start life. to get tired. They start tripping over stuff. Then it's when you start really watching them. Because you're like, okay, now that some, someone's going to. That and making sure that no matter what, the. Garden implement gets placed pointy end down all the time. That's right. Um, you don't want to leave hose face up. You don't want to look shovels face up. H O E S, not H O S E. Keeps thinking of a garden hose. Yeah, garden hose. Okay, and then um, the last thing about landscaping is this: it will hurt you that day, but it will super hurt the next day. Super hurt, which is a new term. Mm. So make sure that you feel like, I'm not feeling quite right. Just make sure you're icing that evening. It'll really take a lot of the healing and recovery rate back off. So, you know, now I know everybody listening to this is just going to come see us, but I'm just trying to, maybe some people out there don't have us. Just tell them what to do. So. Yeah. Okay, what's next? 
Um, I know a lot of people are going to start fishing. Oh my God. Can yes. you get hurt with fishing? Okay. So we put fishing and golfing within the same element only because you use a stick, right? Whether it's a actual fishing pole or no, a, it's a good point. Club. That's a really good point. So there's a couple of patients that are like, Hey, you know, I'm going out of town to go golfing. I'm going in a fishing t tournament. A lot of fishing tournaments so far. Yeah. So um, one of the things is if you go, now the PGA, PGA is a little bit different because they actually provide on their website wonderful warm-up techniques with the club. Oh, my gosh. And you can, yeah. Really? Yes. Um, Straight up. for them. So you can use that as well during your fishing cycle. So you can take your club or your fishing pole and warm up the both same, same mm. one. I love it. So we've, we've kind of implemented um, Good job, what, what the PGA does yep. with the patients that love to golf and fish. Wow. Yeah. Because we are we like golfing, but we're not golf experts. We understand the mechanics of it. Yeah. So really looking at low back injuries with golf mm -hmm. or shoulder mm -hmm. or knee or golf cart injuries. Mm. Man, you're right about that. <laughs> That's a whole nother yeah. level. It so, <laughs> the stuff stuff for the warm ups for golf for golfing is single hand rotation, bent over club retraction. They're all they go over the stuff with the with the PGA, but we can absolutely show them. We too. put on our website. Yeah, yeah. we just uh, we put it on our website and then link them. I love it. But yeah, it's I love wonderful. It. Uh, cool. I spent fifteen minutes going over with the patient what to do while he was out of town. And he was like, he called us the yeah. following week. Dude said, called us from, like, the, from I feel Florida. so great. This is so fantastic. Yeah, that's really He's funny. He's like, man. hey, hey, did you know that warming up actually works? And I'm like, I had no idea. No way. Yeah, the guy, the <laughs> guy, Thank you so much for telling me. The guy was in real bad shape on Thursday. And then Dr. Matt spent a lot of time, got him all tuned up, you know. The guy calls us Friday afternoon from the golf course in Florida talking about how great he feels. Meanwhile, it's a blizzard here, 65 trillion below. The world's ending. He's having the time of his life. I was so happy for him, but so mad. Mm -hmm. He could have he taken us with him. Oh, yeah. yeah. And those same guys were in a, golf, a fishing tournament last weekend. Yeah. They're just living their best lives. They should. Cool, cool. So golfing and fishing have the same mindset regarding clubs. I love it, dude. Okay. That's right. I hadn't ever thought about that, but that makes yeah. complete sense. Yeah. Uh, another one is hiking. Yeah. Jogging, oh, well, yeah. So hiking and uh, trail running, you know, for me, just heaven on earth. Especially uh, go out with my family, with my boys. I feel like we, we have good talks, you know what I mean? We have really good conversations, and, and uh, it's just neat. Um, so you absolutely can go do that, but you need to have an eye on what you like. You know, start off, you know, under a mile. Look at the elevation change. Make sure you get the right gear. If in the, especially in the spring, you could absolutely be out there in the woods and just get dumped on by a super cold rain. Yeah. So if you're going to be out there, you absolutely make sure you will have a backpack and make sure that you have a jacket in that. People will die from hypothermia. Can you, can you talk a little bit of the difference between hiking as in just like, I'm going to put on some shoes, I'm going to yeah. hike a trail, as opposed to I'm gonna go on a three-hour hike with a backpack yeah. that's not put on correctly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the um, the way that it works is that you want to look at your efficiency and load. So you go on, gonna hike three quarters of a mile, you know, not a big elevation change, no big deal. Grab some water, have a good time. Warm ups for that would just look like lunges. Mm -hmm. 
right? Because that's what we want. <laughs> Walking lunges. For any kind of ambulatory activity, it's going to be one of our top ones. Longer hikes or overnights, that's when the warm-up becomes way more important. Lunges need to be in your morning routine. Push-ups need to be in your routine. And what we call the cobra. Some people call it a scorpion. Just a full body extension exercise to get that full range of motion once or twice before you get on. You're going to put a pack on. When you fit a backpack, there's lots of online tutorials that you absolutely should look at. One of the most important things is making sure the straps are right at your hip bones and making sure that the what's called the collar piece or the chest piece is pulling the, the straps off of your shoulders. You don't want the backpack altering your posture. That will hurt very bad. And you want that backpack married to your spine. Married to your spine. So it's not bumping it. That's right. It slides around. It increases its effective weight as it moves away from you. Any kind of jostling. Now you have to expend energy to balance it. We just don't do that. Those are, and it's very simple. Like, that's it. And then when you're done, you have got to get some toe touches in there. You need to be working towards your feet. Get those hammies loosened up. Mm -hmm. Right? So the side stretches, um, quadricep stretches, that type of stuff. And then some, some seated toe touches for that back. If you walk for an hour then you need five or six minutes of stretching at the end. If you're on an overnight, then you need to be doing five to ten minutes of stretching. At the end of the day? At the end of the day, man. Stretch that out. No, that's not true. I would say up to 15 minutes. You know, just stretching everything out nice and easy. Overall, not overstretching. Overall, yeah, right, right. Overall, with 15 total minutes. Total You need to stretch that a whole... You need to stretch like Dr. Matt stretches after we have a healthy adjusting day. Mm -hmm. He stretches his whole body. And that's why you can get up and do it again the next day. And people I, people yeah, ask us, like, how, how do you guys do this job? Like, we get adjusted twice a week. We stretch. We use all these therapies on ourselves. Yeah, because everything it would you not guys be, tell them to do. We are do. doing it. And if we don't, you will get ruined here mm -hmm. real quick. Chiropractors either practice for two years or they practice for their whole lives. That's right. And it's not a philosophical difference, you know. Okay. What's next, Kimberly? Uh, I think the last one we have is just... I think the funnest one, the drunken league sports. Drunken league sports. Okay, so you can... I love it. This can be filed under a couple different things. Yeah, man. We talk about recreational sports as we get over the age of 21, right? Um, things that we do for fun, um, that we continue to do for fun for a couple of years until we have a job that kind of takes over our life. So, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, it's so... True. So, drunken league sports can be defined as uh, church leagues, um, after hours, like mm -hmm. after you get off work, hanging right. out at a soccer place. Right. The main idea behind these sports leagues is to get you exercise, get you socializing in a positive way. Sometimes, certain leagues are hyper-competitive. Yeah. Even though they're labeled as non-competitive. And we know who you are. Like, if you sign up for a league and you're really good, and you go to the rec league just to feel cool about yourself, shame on you. And we know, we know who you shame. are. And uh, listen, <laughs> uh, we're straight up going to get you. Just so you know, we're going to get you. Um, so, go ahead, sorry. So a couple of those, the couple of the leagues that we kind of term as uh, beer leagues are sand volleyball. Yep. Right? Absolutely, man. Indoor soccer. You bet. Aren't there kickball leagues too? There's all kinds of great leagues. Kickball, there's softball. Yeah. There's, oh, uh, softball. Thank you. Yeah, there's that roller hockey. There's softball. some roller hockey. So those three mm -hmm. things take over the, the yeah. The, I would really say that's mainstay. Eighty-five percent. Because of there happening. are businesses out there that have successful business ventures regarding those three things. Absolutely, yeah. dude. And they just happen to serve 
food and other stuff there. Beer, anyway, lots of beer. So a couple of things for the warm-ups and, and don't get injured during these times is do what we just told you about. Mm. Walking lunges, warm-ups that mimic the exercise that you're about to participate Absolutely, in. Absolutely, dude. Because that's what you want. You want to warm up the muscles you're about to use. So when we, when we say warm-ups, that's what we mean. Yeah, just go out there, get a buddy, go kick the ball. Go kick the ball for 10 minutes before you play soccer. It's not hard. It's all you got to do. Get that warmed up. And then some high knees, mm-hmm. walking lunges, boom, there's soccer. Some butt kicks. Right. Right? Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And those three, repeat that for softball, except for kicking the ball, you know, play catch. And uh, when Dr. Josh was talking about chair uh, hiking earlier, he talked about starting off modest. Don't go try to hike for five miles at a time. See where you're at. Do a yeah. mile. See how you feel. That's really so it. So when you go and play soccer, when you go and play softball, when you go and do um, volleyball, like, don't try to stay in the game the entire time. Take your time. Save a little bit. Uh, you know, save a little bit of yourself for the the rest of the absolutely the rest right. of the week. But if you don't, that's okay too. It's okay. We're gonna get you. We are going to get you. We're not mad at you if you hurt yourself. Like we're proud of you for putting it out there, man. But yeah. we just want to make it so that we don't want you to get hurt. We don't want you to get have to talk yourself into doing it again. Like, oh, I knew it. I went hiking and I hurt myself. Like, no, we, we want you to have a positive experience every single time. Because the thing that is going to keep you healthy and alive on this planet is you engaging in physical activity. There's no way around it. That's right. And so you've got to find something that you like. And so we want you want to help you get to that plat, get to that thing faster. So just pick a list and just start knocking them out. If you are listening to this podcast and you want more information regarding stretches, right? all you have to do is email Kim at mfwellness.org and say, Hey, Kim, I listen to the podcast. I'm really interested in, in a stretching routine. Right. And one of the doctors here will get that from Kim. Okay, this is the sport you're doing. These are the stretches we recommend. Here's your warm-up. There's if your you stretches. Want, right? If you want any other information, call make an appointment. If you already are our patient, then you just come in and you say the name of your sport, and we'll be all over you. It'll be, it'll fantastic. Be, it'll be a little weird. <laughs> there we go. You listen to the podcast, and then be crying. We'll start crying. Yeah, that's gonna be great. All right, good, Kimberly. Anything for the people? Nope. My dog did not make it all the way. Through. He didn't. Kim's dog is gone. He, he got not gone. Gone. But no. <laughs> oh my God. He, he like he wanted out, and yeah. then uh, so Dr. Fink, anything for the people? Uh, nothing other than um, enjoy the nice weather that we're yeah. about to get have. outside, yeah. man. All right, and then, um, and then <laughs> Maybe, for Dr. Mike. I am so sorry. Hydrating, drinking water is really important. All right, you're right. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. We're so excited about everything else. Uh, just, just always just drink a, a bunch of water. Just sidebar. Water. Yes. Water. We did a thing on water versus Gatorade versus the other stuff. Um, and uh, you, there, you can get into situations where Gatorade and, and sodium boluses will outpace water. But for the, for the things that are going to, you know, be cardiovascular, uh, benefiting generally at 90% of the time is water. I drink so a whole sorry. bunch of it. I'm so okay. sorry. You're right. You're, we so should sorry. talk about it. You're right. <laughs> we should have. You're right. Okay. All right. Now we've covered it. Yes, I'm good. All right. So for, right. for, for Dr. Brad, uh, who we hope is doing great, and he'll be back next time, um, Dr. Matt. And Kimberly and Jacob the dog, I am Dr. Josh, and we will talk to you in two weeks. Bye. And a big thank you goes out to Hug Monster Sound for somehow allowing the doctor's voices to sound even better than they already do.